It's the Love Your Wife Podcast. The Love Your Wife Podcast. Love Your Wife. Love Your Wife Podcast. The Love Your Wife Podcast. The Love Your Wife Podcast. Love Your Wife. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Frickin' Frack Foods. We're talking five-star in a jar made with San Marzano tomatoes. No sugar added, no preservatives, no seed oils. Crafted by hand in small batch production. Once you've tried this sauce, there's no going back. Uh, me and my wife, we just had uh, this sauce the other day. Uh, we like the Sweetheart, the, the, the Cognac. And uh, all you really need to do is season your pasta, or if you're using any kind of meat, like a ground beef or something, you know, just season that. You don't need to touch the sauce. You don't need to liven it up. You don't need to add anything to it. It's already good. Just heat it up if you need. Put it right in the, the pasta. Today is going to be a solo podcast, and it's going to be a recap of the first three interviews that I had, not including myself, because I don't need to talk about myself anymore. So um, I'm just going to go over it, and this is not to take away from all the interviews that I've done so far. Um, If you have the time and you are curious, please go and uh, listen to them, because I'm only going to go over two points from each one, but there's a bunch of good points that they made in, in each individual one, being Jose Gonzalez... Uh, my uncle Frank Connor, and then my good friend Rich Waldy. So if you have the time, then go ahead and listen to them. But if you are unsure, if you want to listen to them, then this is the reason why I'm going over this. Um, and then if I say something that you feel like resonates with you in some way, then go back to uh, each individual one and listen to it. But if not, then this is just the recap. Um, So I'm going to start off with my cousin, Jose Gonzalez. It was a pleasure to talk to him in this manner. He was, he's like my, my brother. I grew up with him and a lot of these questions uh, we don't talk about, you know, it's, you know, Hey, how are you doing? Hey, how's the wife? And that's pretty much it. But I mean, you've always heard people say like, you ask like, Hey, how you doing? But you know, is, is the person really going to be honest and tell you? So that's one of the things about this podcast. You, know, you can get a better insight uh, to what's really going on. And hopefully everybody's being honest. And I feel like my cousin was. So one of the points that he made about um, uh, his wife, I felt like this is this was a pro move on his part. Because I feel like a lot of us, we we don't really always listen to our partner. Sometimes we listen to our friends and uh, sometimes we think we know better than our partner and then we listen to our friends. Um, Sometimes we take for granted the things that our partner is saying and then we listen to our friends. So I'm sure everybody can relate to this where they um, they're talking to their partner and they say, oh, I heard about this. I heard about that. Um, Maybe you should try this and that. And they're just like, oh, cool. Yeah, whatever. And then literally like a, a week, maybe a month later, they hear it from their friend and they're like, man, I'm going to try this. Like we've all been there. I've done it to my wife. My wife has done it to me. Um, you know, we've all been there. And for whatever reason, that just happens. 
Um, so my cousin was referencing his wife going to the hospital after a pregnancy and he felt like she was in bad enough shape to go to the hospital and she was trying to tough it out. And I don't blame her because I would be in the same situation where I would not want to go. Um, yeah. So what my cousin did after trying time and time again, from what he said, um, instead of just taking the L he really wanted her to go and get checked out. He thought that was in her best interest. So what he did was he contacted her best friend or a friend that he knew that she would listen to. And then she called her and talked to her about going to the hospital. You know, I feel like that's really knowing your partner. Um, and that's, that's an expert move. When I heard that, I was kind of blown away by it. And he said a lot of great things. Uh, but that was just one that really resonated with me. Another one that, another point that he made, uh, that really resonated with me was, you know, everyone says relationships are 50, 50. You've heard this quote time and time again, 50, 50. It's always 50, 50. You got to get 50. Your partner has to get 50. You meet each other halfway. But he made a great point, and he said, when ever in your life have you given 50% of yourself and you've been successful? Whether that be, you know, any hobby that you have, schoolwork, your job. If I gave 50% of my job, I don't know if I'd be fired, but uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have a, a good reputation, right? So instead of doing 50%, and trying to have your partner meet you halfway, his point was simply give a hundred percent. And then your partner hopefully matches that a hundred percent. Or even if they only give 50, then, you know, over time, I feel like your partner would see what was going on, see you making the extra effort, see you taking strides, see you um, doing more and take motivation from that. And just wouldn't be like, oh, that's odd. I'm just going to do less, you know. <laughs> I think most of our partners, they want to meet us halfway as the 50-50. But I feel like that's a great point that you have to give 100%. And if both of you guys give 100%, there's no way your marriage is going to fail. So a way that you could do that is open communication. Talk to your spouse and tell them what's going on. I am a lead by example kind of person where if I feel like I need to give more or if other people are giving less and this is just not even in a relationship realm, it could be on shift, then I will give a hundred or do way more and then everybody will see me doing way more and then they'll do more with me. So that's um, something that you can bring into your relationship. Um, one of the things my uncle Frank said and he was married, he's been married for 63 years. So he had a lot of great things to say. Um, if you have the time and opportunity, once again, go back and listen to that one. I'm just doing a recap. Um, so one of the things he said was to Jose's point, because uh, he's in his 80s now. So to Jose's point, uh, like don't get 50 50, go 100 100. His point was 90 10. And uh, that's not 
you know, obviously you want to give 100% of yourself if you can. But since he's in his 80s, he's been through heart surgery. Um, you know, my aunt's been through a bunch of medical uh, things as well. And sometimes that's all you can give is 10%. So your partner has to do the 90. You know, your partner has to take care of you and look after you. Another perfect example of that is when, uh, or if you plan on having kids, your wife is going to be, you know, hurting pretty bad the first couple of weeks. So you can't expect for her to give a hundred percent. Um, I remember when I had my knee surgery, I could barely even give, <laughs> I was just on the couch drooling. So I didn't really give anything. So, um, that, that goes back to the 90-10. And if you are in that position where you have to be the one doing 90, don't um, make your partner feel bad for it. Um, especially if they're, you know, sick or injured. Um, yeah, so one of the other things that he said, I asked him, what's the best thing that you could do for your kids? And my Uncle Frank... Uh, he has six kids. All of them are very successful um, in their own right. I mean, so I, I asked him. I was curious. Uh, that's part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast. Everyone can listen and and take something from it. So from his six kids all being successful, and he said he prided himself in none of them being in trouble with the cops. None of them went to jail. I mean, that's I, I'm pretty sure all of them went to college. Uh, graduated. So what else, what else can you want? Right. Um, so what he said, a couple things was, um, he said it was the discipline work before play. They get home from school straight to the, the table to do their homework, work before play. Don't let them come in, have a snack, relax, and then do homework later because you're just going to end up procrastinating. And I'm sure a lot of us were a part of that snack TV procrastinating. I'm a constant procrastinator, and that's probably the reason why. Where his kids, they get things done. And he said overachievers. I mean, that's a pretty cool thing to have your dad say about you, right? Um, another thing that he said was if any every child could be nurtured by his wife, he thinks that every child would be successful. And he's seen that. He's seen that in his, in his wife, my aunt Betty. And, uh, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm part of that. She homeschooled me for, um, uh, we talked about this recently, I think three years, but, uh, yeah. And I've, I'm not like a huge success, but I'm doing all right. (laughs) Uh, and I saw, I saw that in her, and she helped me out just like she helped out all of her other kids and helped me to strive for success. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Umberto's family owned and operated, taking pride in authentic family recipes found right on Deerfield beach. And I know the owner personally He's one of my very best friends and he's all about quality. He's not putting out any kind of food that he is not proud of when he first took over ownership He switched some things around. He's not trying to cut any corners. So if you're in the area, do not stop for fast food. Stop by Umberto's for a whole pizza 
and they also do pizza by the slice. So those were two points that I really took away out of many points from my Uncle Frank's episode. Um, Once again, if you have the opportunity to go ahead and listen to him, I would suggest to go ahead and listen to him. I'm just doing a small recap. Um, The next person that I interviewed was one of my very best friends, Richard Waldy. Um, It was nice to sit down and talk to him about this stuff. Once again, it's like, you know, none of us really pay attention or uh, really go deep in any kind of questions that we really ask our friends, I think. Um, You only really get the information they're willing to share. So if you sit down with one of your friends and ask them these questions, have them answer, I think it's going to be very interesting. So it was nice to sit down and talk to my good friend, Rich. A couple of things that he had mentioned that really stuck with me was he was talking about a packaged goodbye. And I think a lot of us have like a packaged goodbye that you say to your family members, your spouse or whatever. His package goodbye was, I'm not going to remember it probably verbatim, but it was something like, I love you, drive safe, goodbye. Something similar to that. I'm sure a lot of you guys have sort of a packaged goodbye like that. So he was talking about, you know, he even started saying that to his daughter, seven-year-old daughter. So obviously she doesn't drive, but it's a nice packaged goodbye. And uh, he says it before he leaves or he sends them on their way. So, but then he made a point, which I, which I felt was good. Like that's a good package. Goodbye. And then he made a point in the podcast where every once in a while he'll stop either his daughter or his wife in their tracks, look him in the eye and say, Hey, you know, I'm really proud of you or, or, Hey, I, I love you. Like, I really love you. Look him in the eye, make eye contact and not just say, I love you. Like, you know, I would say most of us do. Um, you know, it's, you kind of get used to just saying those words. You want to show it or make the words count more at certain times. So when he said that it, it did stick with me and Every once in a while, I would do that with my wife, but it wouldn't be, it would be very rare. So, yeah, I, I like that, that, and I'll definitely take that with me. Uh, another thing that he had mentioned was one of the questions being, is your wife, you consider your wife your best friend? Um, he said that he does not consider his wife his best friend. And that's because he has a ton of friends. He has childhood friends. Uh, You know, I'm one of his friends. He has a a bunch of friends. He's a likable guy. (laughs) You know, a lot of people like him. So he didn't want his wife to be under the friend category because it's his wife. He wants to put his wife on the pedestal, not just be another one of his friends. So I, I thought that was very interesting as well. And if we think about that, that's what we should always do. Uh, you know, uh, one of the new questions I'm going to start asking people is what does the, the word wife mean to you? Does it, is it just a word? Have you thought about it? When I think of wife, I think of somebody who I have to protect and provide for. But that's on my end. 
we could talk about Webster's dictionary and what that says, but I feel like that's kind of nonsense. You know, what does it mean to you? How do you feel that it means? You know, is it is it just a piece of paper? Is it a document? Is it just something that you wanted to do or you were forced into? Is it something that you never really put that much thought into? Now, obviously, Rich put some thought into this. It's just not somebody he lives with. It's not somebody he's just friends with. It's his wife, somebody to put on the pedestal, somebody to always do better for, somebody to provide, somebody to protect, somebody that he views to be so special that he's willing to give his whole life for. And I feel like a lot of people that are married, they would say that, right? They would say, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd do anything for you. But have you really thought about it? You know, you know, that's that's all I'm saying. If if you don't think about it, I'm just I'm just saying to sit down, take some time and think about what that word means to you, wife. So, yeah, that's all I really have to uh, say for this recap episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you didn't listen to any of those three, I would highly suggest going back and listening to it. But uh, that's the reason why I did this one. It's going to be a shorter episode. So if you listen to this and you heard something that you think resonates with you, then go back and listen to the episode. But overall, I just really want you to know that it's okay to love your wife. This episode is brought to you by Flashover Action Shots. Freelance sports and action photographer. It's firefighter owned and operated. She took action shots for me and my band um, at a performance that we had. And the pictures were absolutely incredible. So if you are in need of action photographer, Flashover Action Shots is for you. If you want to check her out, she is on Instagram at Flashover Action Shots.